Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton, and I am excited about today's episode, primarily because I put together a special worksheet to help you with your cravings that I think is going to be a game changer for many of you. Now, about a week and a half ago, I put up a carb sensitivity quiz, a carb sensitivity quiz to establish how carb sensitive you are, to what extent you struggle with cravings and things like that. So uh, that was a really interesting thing. More than several thousand people have taken it at this point. Um, And what was very interesting is that more than 85% of people indicated that they are really struggling with cravings. So I was like, okay, we need to get into this on the podcast and the holidays are a great time to do it. Before we dive in, to talking about why we experience cravings and what we can do about it and how you can get your hands on that worksheet, I want to make a quick administrative announcement. Beginning on December 1st, so this episode will air for you guys um, on... I don't know, whatever, the 14th of November. The 14th of November is when this will air. On December 1st, December 1st of 2015, I will be temporarily closing enrollment to all of the Primal Potential courses. I am gonna be taking the month of December to make some changes. And they will come back in January, um, and they will be higher priced at that point in time. This does not affect you if you are already enrolled in one of the courses. But if you go looking to get enrolled after December 1st, please understand that they won't be there. You guys understand that, you know, this online business is, is new to me, and most of what I do is for free, and I'm really finding my footing in bringing you guys the value that you need to take your journeys to the next level. And the courses have been amazing, and we have so many people in them and the results they're getting are incredible. But I just want to take some time to to allow myself to create the strategy that I want for the highest impact, uh, for the biggest difference I can make in 2016. So I'm going to be taking the month of December, not letting new people into the courses. Um, So if you look for them after December 1st, please check back in January and I'll let you guys know when they go back up. But wanted to give you guys a good couple weeks notice that that was coming down the pike. All right, let's talk about cravings, shall we? Because I know what a serious issue this is for so many of you. I want to make it very clear that life without cravings is possible. Life without cravings is possible. Sometimes we just accept the way life has been for us as the way life must be and the way it must be for everybody and everybody just must battle uh, cravings and and really rely on willpower. And we must look at people who make great choices consistently and think, gosh, they must be so strong. But really, we don't need to accept this life battling cravings. It's not about, oh, I wish I was strong enough. It is about two things. 
specific nutritional strategies that eliminate cravings, and mindset practices that allow you to respond to them intelligently and reduce their recurrence instead of increasing their frequency. Many times the way we respond to a craving is choosing something sweet. And we might sort of pat ourselves on the back like, oh, you know, I had um, a protein bar, a sweet protein bar instead of a cookie or whatever it is. But still, responding with something sweet in general is about giving in to the craving and not taking control. And when we give in to the craving, we just Uh, increase the frequency. We increase the likelihood that that will happen again. We aren't curious about the message. We're very reactive. You have to understand that when you get a craving, your body is sending you a message. Most often, it's your hormones that are sending you a message, but we don't tend to get all that curious. We're just like, craving cookies. And we need to step back for a second and understand the message, because when you address the message, why the craving was triggered in the first place, you can turn off that craving signal. It is not about, well, what's the best sweet thing I can give myself? That is not a long-term strategy for 99% of people because it doesn't decrease the frequency of the cravings you experience. And that's what we really want to do. We want to create a situation where we don't have these cravings to begin with, right? We have to be willing to lean in and ride the wave, okay, I'm experiencing a craving. I don't need to give myself something sweet because I want something sweet. So many times our strategy is, oh, craving, sweet thing, done. Maybe it's time for a new strategy because what you do repeatedly becomes easy. What do you want to be your easy? Do you want your easy to be saying yes to every craving? Or do you want your easy to be looking at it uh, curiously so that you can reduce the frequency altogether? Now, what I have put together for you guys today is both a cheat sheet and a worksheet. So it's a two-page download, and the first one is going to say why we experience cravings and what you can do to reduce their frequency and intensity, and then the second page is a worksheet, and this worksheet is going to help you understand your cravings, what you're really looking for, what triggers it, and the most effective response for your body, not to just satisfy the craving, but to reduce the frequency frequency and the recurrence of the craving altogether. To me, this is a must-have tool. This is so practical. This isn't just information. This is about implementation and understanding yourself. So to get this, if you are in the United States, text the word cravings, plural with an S, C-R-A-V-I-N-G-S, to the number 44222. If you are not in the U.S., I've got you covered. Just go over to the show notes page for this episode, and there'll be a big image at the top, a big picture, and it says cravings worksheet. Click on that. And you'll have access to it as well. So this worksheet and cheat sheet you can get right now by texting in the U.S. uh, the word cravings, plural, C-R-A-V-I-N-G-S, to the number 44222, or going to the show notes page and downloading it from there. I want to preface all of this by saying, in order to reduce the frequency and recurrence of cravings in your life, there are a few things that you're going to need to be willing to do. Number one, you've got to be willing to pay attention. I cannot make you pay attention. We need to learn to be proactive and not reactive. When you're reactive, like, oh, craving, what should I eat? We're not going to learn anything. 
right? We're just going to be reactive and responsive and it's going to happen over and over again. We have to pay attention. And if you aren't tracking, but you're frustrated with cravings, how do you expect to make a difference if you really don't understand what is triggering those cravings to begin with and how to eliminate that? So you've got to be willing to pay attention and to track. You have to be clear on what you want more. What do you want more, to give in to those urges and impulses or to feel great about your body and in control of your relationship with food, right? Take a look at your choices. What do you want more right now? Not what do you want more theoretically in your head, but look at your choices. What do your choices suggest that you want more? So you got to get clear on that. And then lastly, you have to be patient, And most of us, including myself, are not very patient because this is not something that you're going to nail right out of the gate. You're not. You might take two steps forward and three steps back. You might have three good days and four bad days. That's okay. But if you immediately start beating yourself up and seeing it as a failure, what's the point? Can you learn from that criticism? Be patient and give yourself grace. Keep trying. Anybody who masters anything, whether it's fat loss or beating cravings or becoming excellent at absolutely anything, they keep at it. They don't throw in the towel. They practice, 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 and they learn from their mistakes. All right, let's talk about why we experience cravings to begin with. And again, I want to reiterate that life without cravings is totally possible. And weight loss and fat loss are so much easier when you're not battling the craving monster all the time. So let's look at these reasons that we experience cravings. Number one is lack of blood sugar control. Lack of blood sugar control can come from eating too many carbs or eating them at inopportune times or maybe being very resistant to insulin, eating them without fat or protein so that they hit your blood sugar faster and create a larger blood sugar and insulin response. But there's another reason, and I think I might do an entire episode on this one, but let me let me explain what happens here. We talk often how insulin is this storage hormone that acts as an usher and clears out excess fuel from the blood. Now, it's responding in most cases to sugar from whatever food we've eaten, but it also clears out amino acids. Amino acids are the building blocks of proteins. But here's the thing. When we clear out these amino acids, Insulin doesn't take them all. There's one particular amino acid that insulin leaves behind, and that is tryptophan, okay? So when we are eating a lot of carbs, when we're not controlling our blood sugar well, it means insulin is active more often, and that means that it is leaving more tryptophan behind. So we have more free tryptophan circulating in the blood, And tryptophan is able to cross the blood-brain barrier. I know we're getting really technical, but bear with me here. I'm going to show you the link to cravings here. So this isn't a bad thing, tryptophan crossing the blood-brain barrier. Tryptophan is the precursor to serotonin, one of the feel-good neurotransmitters. But... When we have more tryptophan, and that means we have more serotonin, serotonin and dopamine have a competitive relationship. So when we have an excess of serotonin because of our chronic carbohydrate consumption or eating carbs at the wrong time or eating them in excess, then we basically block dopamine. We don't have enough dopamine. And when dopamine isn't high enough, your body is going to trigger cravings so that it can potentially increase dopamine, that feel-good neurotransmitter. 
So that is one of the ways that lack of blood sugar control impacts cravings, okay? Another thing that leads to cravings is habit, frequency. You've trained your body to expect sweet things, and so your body, gently or not, reminds you, hey, we want sweets, because there is a physiological reaction from your brain when you introduce sweet things, and this is an addictive pathway. And so this is why even when people say, oh, I'm craving something sweet, what's something I could have that wouldn't throw off my goals? Whenever you just reinforce that pattern, I'm craving something sweet, I must get something sweet, even if it's something naturally sweet, you're still reinforcing that pathway, so you're still going to battle those cravings. You can lessen the strength of that pathway and reduce that addictive response by just breaking it. And we're going to get to strategies for reducing cravings, but habit is definitely one of the reasons that we experience this familiar. Alcohol consumption. Alcohol consumption can absolutely lead to cravings. And this is related to number one, a lack of blood sugar control. But I wanted to differentiate because oftentimes when we talk about blood sugar, we don't think about alcohol. Alcohol is very rapidly metabolized because it would be toxic if it wasn't. And so we see this wild blood sugar ride oftentimes with alcohol, even though we don't think of it as something that is going to impact our blood sugar. It absolutely does. And so when we have these wild fluctuations in blood sugar and insulin, we experience that as fluctuations in hunger and energy and rapid onset cravings. So the more alcohol you consume, the more cravings you can expect to have. At the same time, if you're a regular drinker and you suddenly stop, you will experience cravings as well because your body's like, hey, where's my fix? And that goes back to habit. And sometimes we have to override those habits to reduce the response. A fourth reason that we experience cravings is amino acid deficiency, either not eating enough protein or not enough of the right proteins such as glutamine. Now, amino acid deficiency is related to protein because amino acids are the building blocks from proteins and the building blocks for proteins. And interestingly, glutamine is one of the ones where we we see if we have a deficiency, we experience more cravings. Now, what's cool is, cool, interesting to the science geek in me, glutamine is not an essential amino acid. It's actually conditionally essential. Now, follow me while I get a little science-y for a second. Basically, there are non-essential amino acids, which means your body can make them, so you don't need to eat them. And then there are essential amino acids, which means your body can't eat them, so you have to get them from foods, right? And then there are conditionally essential amino acids, and glutamine is one of those. So if your body can make glutamine, then why would you ever be deficient? That is why it's conditionally essential. Your body can make glutamine except under certain conditions like stress. So when you're stressed and you're experiencing more cravings, this might have a lot to do with a glutamine deficiency because physical stress like illness, Uh, or heavy resistance training, or a lot of chronic cardio, or illness, anything like that, increases your body's requirements for glutamine. When you are under stress, and, and this can be even from emotional stress because that triggers a physical stress response in the body, when you are under stress, 
Your GI tract, your immune system, your natural uh, inflammatory cells, they require more glutamine. So there just isn't as much left over for the normal stuff, which can lead to cravings. And so you really want to make sure that you are not uh, amino acid deficient. And you can supplement with glutamine, but you also don't have to because you can get it from foods. Along the same lines, we can experience cravings from infection or illness for other reasons, too, because the favorite, favorite, favorite fuel for bacteria, for yeast, for viruses, for cancer, sugar. Sugar. So when we are dealing with any of these things, a bacterial infection, a yeast infection, a virus, certainly cancer, we can experience more sugar cravings. And this is one of the main reasons we want to avoid sugar, especially when we are experiencing cravings. And then over restriction. This is the last one I want to talk about before we dive into specific strategies for reducing or eliminating or reducing the recurrence of cravings. And this is over restriction. Over restriction in terms of what you're eating or how much you are eating. And this is both mental and physiological. I mentioned in a previous episode something called cognitive dietary restraint. And that refers to a physical stress response that is created from over-restriction. And this physical stress response causes a reaction from cortisol, one of our stress hormones, and that is going to trigger uh, carbohydrate cravings especially. Right, when you say, um, I'm not gonna eat X, Y, and Z, I'm not gonna have this, I'm only gonna have this, and you create this physical and emotional stress in your body from over-restricting the type of food you eat or from over-restricting the amount of food you eat, that can backfire. And I see it backfire all the time. People have a great, super strict three or four days, and then they have a total blowout after that because of this cognitive dietary restraint and the physiological conditions it creates in the body. There is so much that we can do to eliminate cravings, not just improve our response to them and get tougher and and have more motivation, but to make them happen much less frequently, if at all. Now, again, I created this worksheet for you guys, and and it summarizes what causes cravings and then the strategies we're about to go into on how to reduce their frequency and intensity, but it also has a worksheet to help you figure out what is causing your cravings so that you can make the biggest difference. If you are in the U.S. and you want to get your hands on this, text the word cravings to the number 44222, and if you are not in the U.S. or you don't want to use text, just go to the show notes page at Primal potential.com for this episode and you'll see a big picture at the top right below the audio player click that and you'll be able to get access to that cheat sheet and worksheet as well now let's talk about specific strategies for reducing cravings either their frequency or their intensity or just feeling like you're more in control and you don't have to run for the sugar bowl every time you have a craving The couple first of these are mindset things because that is very significant and very real. And the first one I want to talk about is ride the wave, right? Just feel it without responding. We do not have to react to every single impulse. We are wildly self-indulgent. The idea that we could get hungry and not eat or have a craving and not indulge it is so uncomfortable, but really... The greatest rewards in life 
come to those people who are willing to be uncomfortable, who are willing to step outside of their comfort zone. And it sucks. I'm not saying that this is fun, but remember that easy is earned through practice. So the more that you practice this, like, yep, I have a pretty intense craving right now, and this is not going to kill me. This is not the end of the world. I'm going to sit here and I am going to feel this, right? The less sweet you eat, the less sweet you crave. When you have a craving, instead of being like, oh my God, this sucks. All I want is chocolate. Elizabeth, I want chocolate. What can I have? Just study it. Get really curious. Change your attention by saying, huh, take that worksheet out, right? That worksheet that I created for you guys and study that craving. What's going on? Am I feeling emotional right now? Is there just proximity to sweet things? And so looking at them is making me want them. Think, I have a craving. You know, what should I do about it? How about if you say, oh my gosh, I have this craving, what should I eat? How about nothing at all? I am just going to sit here and ride this out, or better yet, I am going to sit here and study this. Am I overtired? Am I hungry in general and I just need to give my body fuel and it has nothing to do with sweet things or crunchy things or anything like that? Ride the wave and give yourself the peace of mind that it is not going to kill you to experience it, to feel it, feel the feelings, right? Like we have to not run from it and hide from it. Let's understand what is happening in our body so that we can not have it happen again. The second thing is rethink indulgences. We tend to be tempted by foods and then experience cravings because it seems special. But really, what what is special? This food for 30 seconds or feeling amazing about your body and your progress? What is really deprivation? Saying no to that craving or depriving yourself of living in the body that you feel really amazing about? So you guys know my good friend, Allison Hagendorf, right? Uh, she was on the show a couple of months ago and we were texting the other day. And this is real life. Like this isn't, you know, she and I don't have it all figured out. We have our own struggles too. And it's not unusual for us to text about difficult workouts or like bad days of eating or whatever it is. Um, we, we have our different perspectives. We certainly approach things differently, but we're also very similar in a lot of ways. And the thing that I like about both of our approaches is, yes, they are different, but they also, all yours will be different too. So maybe you'll resonate with mine. Maybe you'll resonate with hers. Maybe you'll have a different one altogether and there's value in all of them. They're all right so long as they're right for each of us. So she texted and she she was listening to a past podcast episode. I think maybe the one I did on holidays. And she said, she, this is verbatim. She said, we're just so aligned. Empower yourself to make choices that count. And I responded and I said, yep, enjoy the hell out of your food and don't be a zombie. (laughs) And what I meant by that was like, don't just mindlessly like, oh my gosh, I found myself in the kitchen, you know, and I I wasn't really hungry, but I'd eaten all this stuff. And she responded and she said, on Halloween, I was offered candy 90 times. Do I love Baby Ruth? Sure. Would I prefer to go to a new foodie spot and have an award-winning dessert? Yes. And then I texted back because that's not my, like, Yes, I would love a foodie dessert, but that's not where I'm at in my journey right now. Allison and I are at different points. And I responded and said, I'd prefer to wake up and feel proud of myself and good about my body. And I said, that is such a paradigm shift for me. It's not this food or that food, like indulge the craving in ice cream or say no and have broccoli. It's not that at all. It's this food versus that feeling, right? Because there's always another side of the equation, Letting go of something that you don't feel good about afterwards is not deprivation. You can't just look at it as, 
ice cream or no ice cream as if that's only that's like the whole equation. It's not. There's a whole other side of it. It's not this food or not having this food. It's this food, yes, or this feeling, no. When you say yes to the craving, you're saying no to something else. You're saying no to your goals. And that's one of the things on this worksheet that I'm telling you guys about that it says, what do I really want? Do I want this craving or do I want this other thing? Saying yes to this craving is often saying no to this other thing. Is it true that I want this craving indulged more than I want this other thing? Right? We need to look at the full equation. We need to bring attention to the other side of the uh, to the equation. It's not this food or that food. It's this food or this goal. This food or this feeling. The third way to eliminate your your cravings is to know your triggers. Know your triggers. I told you guys recently about one of my clients who was having protein bars when she wanted something sweet, but then she was routinely having two or three. And it's like, okay, that's not an effective strategy. If you're trying to satisfy your cravings with dark chocolate or protein bars and then you overdo it, that is not effective. For me, I've told you guys before, my trigger is nuts. I can't. I can't set myself up to deal with something that I struggle with. Why would I make myself deal with that? I mean, why not just say that is a trigger for me right now? It doesn't mean it will always be a trigger for me right for at the moment. It doesn't mean that I'm weak. It just means why not make life freaking easier and say this is a trigger. This is a trigger. Just remove the trigger. Know your triggers so that you can remove them. It doesn't mean you're removing them forever. Do I still have nuts sometimes? Yeah, but I do it in a very controlled situation. I'll do it when I'm traveling and so I don't have access to like a bazillion more. Or I will make sure that I only have as much as I'm okay eating, right? Know your triggers and don't make life harder for yourself by saying like, I'm going to be a superhero today. You don't need to be a superhero. Just reduce your exposure to your triggers. Number four, eat more protein. Now, there's a balance here. You don't want to like go hog wild and like eat the whole hog. There is a balance. But remember that amino acid deficiency can lead to cravings. Amino acids are the building blocks of proteins. Eggs are a great source of protein, as is fish, as is meat. The great thing about eggs is that they are a complete protein, which means they contain all of the essential amino acids that your body cannot make. So just pay attention to that. When you're studying your tracking document, look back on the days preceding the days when you have the biggest cravings and say, am I getting enough protein? The fifth way to eliminate your cravings is to sleep more. Part of this is a mindset factor. Absolutely. We do not have the ability to focus and the control over our choices when we're dead tired as we do when we are rested. But the other thing is this physiological component. Sleep deprivation does two different things to our hormones, really more than that, but two specifically tied to cravings. Number one, it reduces our responsiveness to insulin. And when we aren't as responsive to insulin, we will experience more hunger, less energy, and more cravings. But the second thing that sleep deprivation does is it increases that stress hormone cortisol. And we know that when we have higher levels of cortisol, we are going to be more hungry and experience more cravings. So the sleep thing is not just about waking up feeling amazing and feeling rested. It really is about making life easier for yourself and making your food choices easier. 
The sixth way to eliminate cravings, and I go into a ton of detail on these uh, in the Carb Strategies course, is to follow the golden rules of carbs and fat loss. And I'm going to link to the golden rules on the show notes over at primalpotential.com. But the golden rules of carbs and fat loss are about four things. The timing of your carb consumption, the quality of the carbs you eat, the quantity you eat, and the company. And the company, I mean pairing carbohydrates with protein or fat to reduce the rate at which they hit the bloodstream so that you control your blood sugar better because that helps you control cravings. So we want to keep the carb consumption towards the end of the day. We want to focus on those whole food carbohydrates. And again, this is about blood sugar. And then we want to start around a half a cup per serving. And then you can dial that up or down based on your body's responsiveness. Have options on hand. That's the seventh strategy for eliminating cravings. If you just say, I'm going to tough it out and I'm going to be like super disciplined and all this, well, when you get really hungry or you have a really strong craving and you just want to eat something, if you don't have something on hand that represents a good choice for you, which might not be a good choice for me, the almonds might be a great choice for you. For me, not so much. But have these options on hand because if you don't and you don't have anything, you are far more likely to go trolling through the vending machine, the pantry, into the gas station to buy the crappy hostess cupcakes, whatever it is, make sure that you set yourself up for success. It doesn't mean that your response might intend to be, I'm just going to ride the wave. Sometimes you might not be successful with that strategy. It takes practice. And so make sure that you have a plan. I know that I am more likely to experience cravings at this particular time of the day. So I am going to make sure that I have on hand these three options to respond in the most healthy, controlled, constructive way to these cravings. So be prepared and have options on hand. The eighth and final strategy for eliminating cravings is to check your hormones. And I don't mean go to the doctor and get tested. If you are tracking, you can very easily see many of your hormonal imbalances by paying attention to your body. Remember that much of this is signaling from your hormones, whether it's insulin or it's cortisol or it's your thyroid hormones. Cravings can be caused by thyroid issues, adrenal fatigue, insulin resistance, and on primalpotential.com under the um, Get Results With Me tab, I have a comprehensive hormone strategy guide. It goes through hormone by hormone and says this is how these hormones influence fat loss and appetite and cravings and energy, and here are some nutritional and lifestyle strategies that you can implement to see a result, get results, feel better. So those are the eight strategies for eliminating cravings. Ride the wave. Rethink your indulgences. Know your triggers. Eat more protein. Get more sleep. Follow the golden rules of carbs and fat loss. Have options on hand. Check your hormones. Now, I really want you guys to take advantage of this worksheet. The first page is going to be a summary of all the things I just covered so that you know what to try and implement and practice. And then the second page is going to be a worksheet, a worksheet so that when you experience a craving, you can start to lean in, get curious, 
figure out what it means, what signals are happening within your body, what you really want more, and it's going to help you put these strategies into practice. So if you're in the U.S., you can text the word cravings with an S to 44222. If you're not in the U.S. or you don't want to text, go over to the show notes page, click the image right below the audio player, and you will get access to it. All right, let's wrap up with uh, what I ate yesterday. A bunch of black coffee in the morning. Um, had a pretty light workout yesterday, and my workout uh, summary for the week will be in this weekend's VIP email, so don't miss out on that one. Uh, after the workout, I, I got a salad uh, for takeout uh, that was really good. I had it the other day as well. Uh, turkey breast on greens with some walnuts and some cranberries. Totally delicious. And then dinner was rushed, but very, very good. Salmon cakes. I'm a big fan of salmon cakes, even though if you had said that to me a few years ago, I would have been like, that sounds nasty. I use the 21 Day Sugar Detox recipe for salmon cakes, and I had it with uh, Brussels sprouts that had some pancetta in it. So that is what I ate yesterday. For my weekly workout roundup, uh, check out this Sunday's email that goes out to the VIP email list early Sunday morning. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you will get that uh, worksheet by text texting cravings to 44222. And don't forget, I am closing enrollment to my courses on December 1st. So if you go looking for them after that, uh, check back in January. Hope you guys have a great day. I'll talk to you soon.